Morning Show. Hey, what's up, Val? What's going on? What are you, do- what are you doing? Well, here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. Just a few flurries in spots this morning. Otherwise, clouds and sun cold. The high today is 34. Tonight, partly cloudy. Continued cold. The low is 19. And tomorrow, a bit of rain and snow with a high around 40. In the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center, this is Kevin Benson. It's 25 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by Falcone's Moon Township Automotive and Val Porter. The North Carolina man who created chaos at a Washington, D.C. pizzeria is taking a plea deal. Prosecutors say Edgar Welch accepted a deal yesterday. The 28-year-old is accused of firing off an assault rifle at Comet Ping Pong back in December. The restaurant was the focus of an alt-right conspiracy theory involving a child sex ring and prominent Democrats in the Clinton campaign. Details of that plea agreement will be finalized next week. Yeah, you know, I'm glad that Alex Jones has the presidency here, you know, the guy who perpetrated that entire conspiracy theory. Like, that's good. We need to have more people taking the law into their own hands and making sure that pizza places aren't operating fronting <laughs> fronting nefarious experience. underworld activity <laughs> uh, it's a great time to be insane isn't it like you're really <laughs> more accepted you, you can just say anything now people are like that's plausible i'll buy it all right <laughs> Uh, society as a whole may be coming more, may be becoming more open to marijuana use, but not new Attorney General Jeff Sessions. In a speech yesterday in Richmond, Virginia, Sessions vowed to crack down on violent crime fueled by guns, gangs, and drugs. In his speech, Sessions mocked the claims that his stance on marijuana is unfashionable, saying that weed creates, quote, a life-wrecking dependency only slightly less awful than heroin, end quote. Sessions is proposing tough new drug policies that some are comparing to President Nixon's 1971 war on drugs and the Just Say No campaign spearheaded by First Lady Nancy Reagan during the 80s. Well, that dovetailed nicely into the last thing I said about being able to say anything stupid as you want. So the attorney general who perjured himself a week or so ago and is just walking around Mm scot-free spreading false information close to heroin, 32,000 people died from opioids last year. Zero from marijuana. We know how effective medicinal marijuana is. This is just stupid Stone Age talk from a guy who's stuck in the 1800s. Even if you're just, like, forget about the social effects of marijuana. Just from an economic standpoint, we've seen now how much money and jobs this creates. How come he hasn't tackled opioids the same way? Right. How come he's not talking about yeah, pills nobody... that the farm Well, because big pharma yeah. spends billions of dollars lobbying in Washington. That's the real problem. If you're Catholic and planning to celebrate... Did he talk to that Russian guy about that? Is that Mm -hmm. what they were talking about? Probably, right? They were probably meeting about the effects of marijuana use. If you're Catholic and planning to celebrate St. Patrick's Day with a traditional Irish meal, you'll need to okay it with your local diocese. But a lot of them are saying, yeah, go ahead. Corned beef and cabbage, classic Irish dish. However, many Catholics in a predicament with St. Patrick's Day falling on a Friday this year in Lent. Uh, Faithful Catholics... Not supposed to be eating meat on Fridays during Lent, but a lot of bishops, including Bishop Zubik, said last week, you can eat meat tomorrow, but he does hope those who will who do eat meat will either make some other sacrifice or, you know, choose another day to go meat free. That's pretty big, lifting the uh, the meat ban there on Friday. <laughs> Has that ever been done? Yes. It's not a meat ban, okay? It's a food restriction. It's 
talk about all the meats that aren't restricted. <laughs> Barack Obama is continuing his tradition of filling out uh, March Madness brackets. The former president picked North Carolina to beat Duke in the men's national championship. He has Kansas and Arizona also making the final four in Phoenix. Last month, President Trump declined an invitation to fill out brackets on ESPN, a tradition that was started by Obama during his tenure. Well, he just had Bannon and Kushner fill one out for him. You know, Obama should have, should have told everybody his picks through a microwave. <laughs> uh, I like Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> that I can cook right here in the microwave. Exactly. And the best college basketball team in America is playing in the NCAA tournament again this year, but you probably won't see any of the stars in the NBA. Why? Because the unquestioned top team is the women's squad at the University of Connecticut. The Huskies went undefeated this year, but that's kind of old hat to them. They haven't lost since 2014, a total of 107 straight wins. They've won 104 games by double digits. 60 of those by more than 40 points. It's insane. Their biggest win was a 103-37 victory over South Florida, a team ranked in the top 20. Uh, the longest winning streak in men's NCAA history. you got to go back four decades to when UCLA won a mere 88 in a row. Uh, they begin the playoff run this Saturday with a game against University of Albany Great Danes. Soon you'll be able to order your McDonald's fries with a mobile app. The fast food chain is testing its new ordering and payment app at 29 restaurants in California. A McDonald's spokesman says the test will collect consumer feedback and work out any kinks before rolling out the finished app. The new app should be available in nearly all 14,000 U.S. McDonald's and thousands worldwide by the end of the year. In other food news, do you love a chocolate fountain? Uh, No. No, well, you're you don't eat sugar anymore, so. Well, no, but uh, I mean, just even before that, I've never really never saw a chocolate fountain and went, oh, I'm gonna fountain. have some of that. Hold on, it, it's all context. You know, if you're in a nice wedding and there's a chocolate fountain, great. If there's one at the strip joint in McKee's Rocks <laughs> at three o'clock, probably gonna opt out. Probably not. Might probably be not boobs gonna, in there. Gonna dip anything in that fountain. You know what I mean. Well, yeah. here's something. Or like Costco, you know, in the parking lot or something like that. Like, eh, probably going to stay away from that. In the bathroom. This might be more up your alley. A ranch dressing fountain. Hidden, oh. Hidden Valley just started selling the dressing fountain. It can hold two pounds of ranch dressing, and they say oh. it's, quote, the ultimate dip dispensing party companion. That it's, is just like the... That is peak gluttonous. It's well, hunt- it's also really, it's a double dip fountain is what it is, right? Well, no, not necessarily. So you just, just s- stick, stick it in the fountain. <laughs> Let it swirl over your treats. <laughs> Let it swirl over your treats. <laughs> What's next, a blue cheese geyser? I mean, how fat are we going to get? Uh, the ranch fountain a is a hundred bucks, uh, but that includes twelve large bottles of ranch dressing. Guys, I'm gonna have an au jus pond. <laughs> it's like, come, come on, Let's wear your good lord. Hey, wear your beef underpants. <laughs> <laughs> and let's take a dip in the au jus pond. <laughs> au jus pond. Arby's. We have an au jus pond. <laughs> Personal photos of several female celebrities, including Emma Watson and Amanda Seyfried, have been stolen and uploaded to the Internet. 
Uh-oh. Again. Carl Lewis. Uh-oh. It's being called the Fappening 2.0. Oh, the Fappening. In re- uh, it's uh, in <laughs> reference the to word. the 2014 celebrity hacking that included a Je- Jennifer Lawrence. The pictures began circulating on Reddit and 4chan Tuesday night. A rep for Watson confirms the pictures are legitimate and show the Beauty and the Beast star trying on clothes with a stylist a couple of years ago. Uh, she is not seen naked, but the pictures of Amanda Seyfried a little more explicit. The images showing the actress in various states of nudity or oh, in man. intimate moments with then-boyfriend Justin Long. Uh, That's terrible. The hacker or hackers bad. have promised to release more intimate photos of female celebrities over the next few days. Um, and what's crazy is there's a ranch fountain in it. <laughs> <laughs> Without getting too graphic. Slack, have you already looked at those pictures? You know, you shouldn't. Like, you're part of the problem if you're looking at those pictures, pal. No, I didn't even look at the uh, Jennifer Lawrence pictures. Thank you very much. The original fappening. I look at girls who want to be seen. There you go. Yeah, there's plenty of those. And by the way, you know, we talked about if America hacks, this is what we do. Yeah, you're right. We hack each other's nudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to see Leslie Jones naked, well, Milo made it happen for you. I don't, but thanks. Well, (laughs) you know, Russia is busy expanding their empire through hacking, and we're just... We're trying to get Look like nude chicks. One of the Gilmore girls' phones. That and that's kind of emblematic of us as a culture, anyways. Like around the world, different countries use Facebook and Twitter to rise up and have revolutions to overthrow their government. Here, we just post pictures of our baby in an Easter basket. <laughs> In music news, Robert Plant had never sung a full live version of Led Zeppelin's Cashmere without Jimmy Page on guitar until Tuesday night in London. The occasion was a concert at Royal Albert Hall by hotshot English classical violinist Nigel Kennedy. It's the first time Plant has performed the song since the last Zeppelin reunion at the Ahmed Erdogan tribute show at London's O2 Arena in 2007. Uh, there was a video a clip of the 17-minute song, but uh, the video has been removed. However, we have an audio clip uh, you can find that on the morning show page at dve.com. Forecast today, clouds and sun, some flurries, temperatures in the mid-30s. Going to drop into the teens again overnight tonight. It's 22 at DVE. Well, <laughs> plastic surgery for guys has certainly come a long way, and it's certainly gained a whole lot of acceptance. Now, there are oh, there have always been two things where people have said, if you can figure these things out, you can be a billionaire pretty quick. One, Hair to penis. Hair growth and penis growth. If you can figure out mm-hmm. a way to uh, to help rule guys in those areas, you will rule the world. <laughs> you will. Well, a guy in New York has stumbled onto something, apparently. A plastic surgeon in, Does... plastic surgeon in New York has stumbled on a uh, way to uh, increase the uh, the downstairs part. Okay. Now, I don't really understand this. But he says, Norman Rowe, Dr. Norman Rowe, if you take your own blood and then they inject your downstairs, I was so stupid, um, he claims it will immediately, with no side effects at all, add up to an inch and a half. No way. Uh, I've tried in it. circumference. <laughs> <laughs> in circumference, yes. Well, 
okay. Which is I don't. That, I guess I guess incredible. That's about? like your. I don't. That's, like your a dongs pep, on steroids. You get a Pepsi can all of a sudden. That's like a different thing. Is that what guys are worried about? I don't. And the, the size. I don't know, but it's uh, funny. They, guys are looking for any edge, Val. They have a picture any of the doctor injecting a banana. <laughs> so the, the banana just dies. <laughs> the banana just gets turns black. I don't know. There, that's I would not mess with that. That's not an area like those guys no. that were injecting uh, silicone or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mess with that either. There are just certain things you gotta no, it's like kind girls, of deal with what you got, and uh, it is what it is, right? Girls are paying the price for this early, you know, the butt implants. Oh, that when they get like the fix a flat in their ass. That was tragic. Yeah, the fix a flat. That was a little tragic. too on the nose for right. an implant material. Fix a flat ass, but that's black market surgery. I still don't understand that. Why would you go to an alley in Philadelphia and have somebody do that to you? I don't know. You got to be like. Are we in the middle of a? Are we currently on the air? or Are we not on the air? We we doing an EAS test right now? No. No, we're not. Television's doing it. Television's just screaming at us because it's doing one. So still nothing for the hair then. Not yet. You can make your manhood um, (laughs) punchier. Punchier? Punchier. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> Girthier. Right. Yeah. That would... Does it... Does it uh, sounds like a foreign exchange student. That... Test. This is a statewide required monthly test of the emergency alert system originating from the Pennsylvania Emergency Management Agency, Harrisburg. This is only a test. Bastard Bearded Irishman tomorrow night, St. Patrick's Day at the Rex Theater. Crank Daddies from Chicago and Pittsburgh's own Shelf Life String Band opening up. Tickets 12 bucks in advance, 15 day of the show, so get them in advance. 7 o'clock doors open for the 8 o'clock show. Don't miss that one. It is definitely going to be selling out. And they'll be live on the show tomorrow, the Bastard Bearded Irishman. That'll uh, be fun. Along oh, with that's C- going to be awesome. Uh, tomorrow's show is great because we have Ed Bailey and Dave Bracey from the Drinking Partners podcast hanging out with us. Live in studio, Sean Collier's movie reviews and comedian Rich Voss is in town at the Improv wow. all weekend. Oh, Has he ever been here? Stacked. Va- it's been a long time, man. Voss, the last time Voss was here, got to be 2006, 2007. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having him back. He's a he, funny he's guy. so funny, man. Really funny guy. So that'll be tomorrow on the show. When we come back from this commercial break, Mike Pursuta with a sports update for you. Penn's uh, struggling at the end of that road trip in Philadelphia last night. And Darrell Revis exonerated. His buddy takes the rap for him in that Southside fight. And he says, as he's walking out of the courthouse, I'd like to play for the Steelers. Uh, optics, Darrell. Optics. Damn the traffic. Mike Pursuta, Sports DVE. Sports this hour brought to you by Getgo. The Penguins' season-long five-game road trip ended with a thud last night in Philadelphia. The Pens tried to spend as little time in Philadelphia as possible, which was admirable, but it didn't work out the way they wanted it to. Four-nothing flyers over the Pens, the Pens so the Penguins stay 
two points behind the Washington Capitals in the race for first place in the Metropolitan and the NHL's overall standings. And to defenseman Ian Cole, the two points the the Penguins left on the ice last night in Philly were not insignificant. Anytime you can improve your seed uh, in the playoffs, anytime that you can give yourself the last change and the home ice advantage, uh, playing the majority of the games in a series in front of your home crowd, uh, it's beneficial for your team. So um, to say, you know, for us it doesn't matter, uh, I think that would be a lie. I think it does matter, and I think it is important uh, as the playoffs go on and, uh, you know, how, how tight our division is. Um, you know, I think that's going to be very important, yeah, for sure. You know, I think the division title's been a goal at all this season, but you get this close to the end of the season and you're this close to the top, I think there's a certain, uh, hey, might as well win it type of mentality. Not that you would stress your team to do so, you know, playing guys that uh, you normally wouldn't or playing them more than you normally would, but Penguins have been a pretty good team since the All-Star break. They've been a pretty good team all year. They can keep uh, winning consistently and still do what they need to do in advance of the playoffs. Oh, it's going to be impossible that for them to not compartmentalize things and try to win that first. Like they're that's going to be a point. Probably like, hey, boys, on the way, let's uh, put they're, another notch in the belt. They're competitors, and somebody's mm-hmm. waving something exactly. in their face. Right? <laughs> There's a carrot out there. I and, mean, they wouldn't do it at the expense of you know they're right. not going to play someone at sixty percent just so they can do it, but. If it's achievable, they're certainly going to, you know, effort. Uh, you know, it does add a little interest here to the stretch run. I mean, I'm uh, watching the games now uh, with more of an eye toward what's going on with the Caps and Columbus. Uh, I'm not just focused on whether they go laterally or keep going straight at the blue line and uh, whether they're turning it over in their own end and uh, the puck management stuff that uh, we've been discussing ad nauseum since the All-Star break. Uh, you need... To play the right way to win, but uh, if you're going to win, there might as well be a reward for doing so. Penguins trail the Caps by two points in that Metro chase. Uh, both teams have played 69 games. The Caps have 97 points. The Pens have 95. Columbus with 94 and with a game in hand on Pittsburgh and Washington. Pens host the Devils on Friday night at the PPG Paints Arena. Good news for a recent Penguins signee, Zach Aston Reese, formerly of Northeastern. He uh, signed as a free agent with the Penguins this week, and yesterday he was identified as one of the 10 finalists for the Hobie Baker Award. That's college hockey's version of the Heisman Trophy. That uh, list will be paired to the Hobie Hat Trick to three names on March the 30th, and the eventual winner is to be announced on April the 7th. I would be uh, surprised if Zach Aston Reese isn't in the final three. I don't think he's going to win it, but getting as far as he has already, Another feather in his cap. No doubt. Steelers lost out on Dante Hightower. He returns to New England for a reported four years, $43.5 million. 19 of that's guaranteed. Patriots get him back for less than the 14 and a half it would have cost them had they franchise tagged Hightower. They exposed him to free agency. The Jets and Steelers flirted, and Hightower went back. Kind of had that feeling that he was going to just go back to New England, didn't you? I kind of did, too, but the longer I sat over on the south side the other day and his visit uh, hit the five-hour mark and then the six-hour mark and then the seven-hour mark, you start thinking, well, I wonder what the hell it is they're talking about all this time. I got my hopes up, but I've learned my lesson. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the Carnell Lakes that you're used to. (laughs) 
It was a tough lesson to learn, but it's it's been learned. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I got no response to that. It was beautiful. Uh, Steelers did get more of their type of free agent wide receiver Justin Hunter, who started last season with Tennessee, got cut in training camp, went to Miami, played one snap in one game, got waived, got picked up by Buffalo, and then uh, was subsequently a free agent. Six foot four, 196 pounds. He has 12 career touchdown receptions among his 78 career catches in 48. NFL games. NCAA uh, completed the first four portion of the NCAA tournament last night in Dayton, Ohio. UC Davis beats North Carolina Central 67 to 63, and USC beat Providence 75 to 71. Now it's on to the real start of the tournament. 16 games on tap today, beginning with Notre Dame against Princeton at 12 15. Bob Huggins and the West Virginia Mountaineers will take to the court in Buffalo against Bucknell at 245. And if you're still in the process of completing your bracket, uh, most likely you have until noon today to do so. Be wary, says Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News. About that South region, it's going to be difficult to figure. Here's uh, Mike DeCourcy with Stan Saverin this week. The most difficult bracket by far is the South. It's not even a competition. I mean, the South is far and away. When you get when you look at the East, I mean, Florida, which is their four seed, is injured. I mean, they, they as I mentioned, John Igbunu is hurt. They're three and three since John got hurt. I don't. That's that. That's a four seed gift to Villanova. Uh, I so I, I don't. Yeah, the, the one difficult team, the one team in that bracket that looks out of place, so to speak, is Wisconsin, which was probably a six. I still can't figure out how they're an eight, so that maybe gives Nova some challenges uh, that they shouldn't have had, but I still think they're good enough to win that game. But uh, Duke doesn't have any such problems. I mean, uh, Marquette and South Carolina are both not very good. Uh, Baylor, we talked about fading down the stretch. SMU's a really good basketball team, but I don't think they can stand up to Duke. So I, I don't see real strength in that in that bracket at all. Uh, the, the Midwest is very good, in part because most of the teams that are in there are maybe a little bit more flawed than others. But if you look at their second round and the seeds hold, I mean, you're looking at Kansas, Miami, Iowa State, Purdue, uh, Creighton, which I don't think will win, but let, that would be in there, Oregon, Michigan and Louisville. I mean, that's that's a pretty good stacked up bunch. That's a much better region than the East. I don't. I, I would like I said, the South is by far the strongest because of the presence of Kentucky and UCLA, uh, Wichita State, uh, and of course Carolina. But uh, I, I I don't see strength in the East at all. Yeah, Carolina's the number one seed in the South. Kentucky the number two. Those two, uh, that would make a hell of a regional final if it worked out that way. UCLA's the three, Butler the four. Uh, NCAA tournament, full speed ahead today throughout this weekend. Pirates, 6-5 winners over the Orioles in spring training yesterday. Bucks are 13-5 and five on the spring. Jamison Tyone, four innings, two hits, one earned run, no walks, and two strikeouts. Bucks and the Red Sox are scheduled to meet in Fort Myers tonight. Ivan Nova against Chris Sale. So, McDonald's, from their corporate account, just tweeted at the president. Mm. They've been hacked. 
They have? I don't know. Uh, Why would they tweet at the president? They tweeted, you're actually a disgusting excuse of a president, and we would love <laughs> to have Barack Obama back. Also, you have tiny hands. And they pinned it. <laughs> oh, man. Is that real? Ronald McDonald is going to Gitmo. <laughs> what does pinned it mean? That means they made it like as soon as you go on their page, you know, on their it's homepage. The it's see. the first thing you see. Oh, this is not good news for Grimace's travel. <laughs> Eddie and the boys Don't about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame TV. <laughs> it is the DV Morning Show. Yeah, they're going in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame coming up here, Pearl Jam, and they have invited all of their former drummers to join them, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. How yeah. many drummers is that? I think four, right? Four or five. Matt Cameron, Jack Irons, and uh, Sean Casey. Sean, uh, Sean Casey. Was Did Jimmy Chamberlain play with him for a while? I, I don't think so, but I mean, sounds like it's about the, the right time around that era. How are they not in the Hall of Fame already? Because the Hall of Fame's dumb. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Explains <laughs> that. It really is not. Just go visit. There's really no point. It's actually it. pretty cool. It is awesome. But if you look at all the people that are in there. It's weird. It's weird. But it's very well presented. Mm-hmm. It's the Rolling Stone Hall of Fame, you know? It has yeah. very little to do with. With actual rock and roll. Right. I, I enjoy visiting there. I've been there a couple, three times. Matt Chamberlain. Matt Chamberlain. Here's Sean Casey talking about how he almost derailed one of the Pearl Jam tours. But I, I was when I I went to Pearl Jam, <laughs> saw opened in Fort Lauderdale, then then go in Miami, and then I was supposed to come home. But then MLB Network wanted me to interview Lo- Evan Longoria in Tampa, so Pearl Jam was in Tampa on on that Monday night. But in Miami, <laughs> I was on the side stage for the second encore. Matt Cameron comes out, who's the drummer, right? And he's yeah. like, "Hey, what's up, Case?" I'm like, "Oh man, you know, like, fired up like you know me. I'm just like, yeah." <laughs> So I'm like, hey, what's up, Maddie? How you doing? Give him a big high five. And so after the show in uh, after the show in Tampa, like the ne- two nights later, the, Pete, the big security guard, comes up. He's like, Case. He's like, when you go to shake the guy's hands, just give him a nice dap. He's like, because you almost broke Matt Cameron's hand the other day, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the tour almost got derailed. <laughs> What? He's like, you're you're six four two forty. Matt Cameron's like five eight, a buck buck fifty. He doesn't want the big Sean Casey high five and second encore coming out. He just wants to be left alone. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, man. I can't believe it. So I was giving daps to everybody. Like, better Ed came oh. in, like gave it, didn't even hug me. He's like, don't touch me. Don't that would have been back. the funniest headline ever. Sean Casey, you know, don't touch me. Mike. There's flowers to talk about, isn't there? Yeah, believe it or not, there are. You know, try as you might, Randall. You're just not going to get it right every time when it comes to remembering uh, your your mom's birthday, Valentine's Day, any of those occasions uh, that come up periodically that demand the sending of flowers. One of those is going to slip through the cracks. It's bound to happen. It's happened to me, and it'll happen to you if it hasn't already, unless you trust Pro Flowers to make sure it never happens again thanks to pro gifter service the brand new campaign from pro flowers you can cover your bases three at a time pro gifter allows you to schedule three bouquet deliveries to three addresses up to one year in advance all with vases and free shipping and all for just 99 dollars. the bouquets can be the same or they can be different the addresses can be the same or they can be different either way 
you're going to save up to $70. Your flowers will still arrive with ProFlowers' trademark seven-day freshness guarantee. The only difference is you won't have to remember to send them because that will already have been taken care of. ProGifter from ProFlowers has taken procrastination out of the equation. All you have to do is go to ProFlowers.com, look for the ProGifter banner on the homepage, pick your flowers, and set those delivery dates. Set it and forget it. Thanks to ProFlowers.com. At Day Toyota Route 51, it's the one for everyone sales event. It is the DVE Morning Show. I want to remind you, our friend Frank Caliendo is going to be appearing at the Carnegie Music Hall Pittsburgh in Oakland. And he will be doing one night. You can get tickets at Frank's website, Frank Caliendo. I think frankonstage.com is actually where he does it. Uh, Or you can go to the Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh's box office site, the website there. I'm not saying anything right here. Every All the information is very vague. I sound like Mike Francesa talking about the uh, NCAA tournament. <laughs> Frankonstage.com. Thank you. Here's Frank Caliendo. Your dad wasn't a... Uh, 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 he, he... Yeah, the DB Morning Show. That's it for us for today. Thanks to Dan Potash from Root Sports for joining us. Penn's back at it against the Devils tomorrow night at the paint can. And uh, also thanks to Alex DePula and John Dick Winters, Pittsburgh Comics, who in uh, who were in this morning with a segment this week in TV. Uh, the comedian roommates just talk about <laughs> what they watch on TV. It's riveting. Yeah, and those guys are I hilarious. feel like it's an important broadcast. Uh, component, you know. Also, we want to alert people to the Burning Bridges Festival. That's March 31st through April 2nd. They have James Adomi and the awesome. guy who does the killer Bernie Sanders impression. Oh. A lot of the shows are at Club Cafe, but you can go for a full list of the events at BurningBridgesFestival.com. Yes, uh, they've got great headliners lined up for that. Uh, and tomorrow on the show, boy, I tell you what, Packed House, Ed Bailey and Dave Bracey from the uh, Drinking Partners podcast will be in live in studio hanging out with us. And so a great. Big show. Ed was in a horrible accident. I'm yeah. so glad he's doing well enough to come in. Can't believe he's already recovered well enough to, to come in. Yeah. So really excited. He was in the uh, ICU for about 14 days. Wow. That's not easy. We're doing a show for him this Saturday. And oh. that's why they're coming in to promote the show on Saturday. Help them with some of the uh, the medical bills. The bastard reader Irishman will be playing live for you on St. Patty's Day. Rich Voss. Voss will be live in studio tomorrow as well. And Sean Collier, of course, as always. Michelle's coming up next with the electric lunch at noon. Nothing? 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 No. Good? Good? Doctor? I'm finished. You stay calm.